Bum, 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 side hustle show 200. This is from content to cash flow. If you want to start an online business, you're going to need a website. Visit sidehustlewebsite.com for my free step-by-step video course on how to get up and running quickly and for less than you might think. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now your host, Nick Loper. What's up, what's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where it's all about ideas, action, and results. You've tuned in to episode 200 of our fine program, and it's a good one. We're talking about one side hustler's journey from content to cash flow, and specifically how Tony DiLorenzo and his wife Elisa took OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com from a part-time hobby to a full-time business and the number one marriage podcast in iTunes. Tony and Elisa equip individuals and couples struggling with lack of time, communication, or intimacy with the specific tools and strategies they need to create the extraordinary relationships they desire. So stick around to hear how their blog and podcast make money today, the email marketing system they have in place to turn listeners into customers, and how you can apply the same strategies to your business. Notes, links, and a free PDF highlight reel with all of Tony's top tips from this conversation are at sidehustledation.com slash Tony or slash 200. That's easier. Just a heads up, if you're listening with the kiddos, there's nothing explicit in this episode, but as you might expect for a business in the marriage niche, some of the products Tony gives as examples of what they sell and what they promote as affiliates are sex-related. So that'll be my disclaimer on that front. Before we dive in, let me take a moment to thank today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. The all-new FreshBooks is transforming how freelancers, side hustlers, and small business owners deal with their day-to-day paperwork. The award-winning cloud accounting software has been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built to save you time, money, and headache. Visit FreshBooks.com slash SideHustle to start your 30-day free trial today. I'll be back to tell you a little bit more about what's new with FreshBooks, plus my top takeaways from this chat with Tony after the interview. Ready? Let's do it. Yeah, so Elisa and I have been at the One Extraordinary Marriage show for almost seven years. Gosh, we're going to hit over 350 shows by the end of this year. And you know what? We started out from a place of where we were in our own marriage and began to grow from there. When we first got started, it was just our journey in marriage. You know what I mean? We shared where we were 11 years into our marriage and where we were heading. And over the last seven years, we've been just sharing that journey. And as we've grown, we've been able to share in depth. We've been able to learn from other people, bring in their stories, share it on the show. But the first five years was really a hobby. We were creating a ton of content, podcasts. Early days, I wasn't really into writing. So we didn't do a lot of writing early days, but since then have added. And we were of the thinking, create content, create content, create content, grow an audience, grow an audience, and then figure out how to monetize this thing. And it got to a point where I was really frustrated because you continue to create and you continue to create and yet you're not making any money and you have all this outflow going on and all this time spent. What's the day job? What's going on outside of this that has given you the runway that you had to kind of build this thing? So I have a service business here in San Diego that I've had for 13 years and I had flexibility. I'm able to make my own schedule and yet at the same time, putting time into something that's not making money also hurts 
my family and my business because we're not making money where I could be making money. Right. Okay. It's like a resource allocation problem. <laughs> like I'm spending time over here and it's taking time away from these other things I could be doing. Right, right, right. And it's a skill trade. And so just like for dollars for hours, if you're not doing it, you're not making any money. Yeah. Hopefully we can pull out some things that, that will fast track this for people listening. Say, okay, maybe we won't take you five years to figure out some of the right. cash flow, some of the monetization stuff. What was the first thing that rang the cash register for you? So the first thing that started ringing the cash register for us was we got into affiliate associations and that really helped us get at least items out there where we could start bringing in some cash flow instead of us having to create a book or write a book or write a program and do things of that nature that take a lot of time. We really begin to look at the affiliate areas. And so one of them is Amazon Associates. Okay. It's a perfect platform. And I know in your latest book, Buy Buttons, I mean, you mentioned Amazon in different ways, you know, Create Space. I think you mentioned KDP in there. Mm -hmm. And so for us, we realized that there are books that we're talking about on our podcast that we're reading, that we're going over. One of them, recently we just did a show all about the female menstrual cycle. And there's this great book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility that Elisa and I have read. I haven't read the whole thing. I mean, I read certain sections of it. It's an impactful book because it really helps women and husbands, men, understand this cycle and their wife and for the woman to really understand her own body. And so as we're talking about this on the show, we just go, hey, you know what? If you want to get taking charge of your fertility, which is an amazing book and you should be reading it, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash T-C-Y-F. It doesn't even feel like a pitch, really. It's just kind of a natural thing based on the content of the show. Exactly. So we sort of help people just go, hey, you know what? Tony and Lisa are reading this book. Why wouldn't we pick it up? That was one of the early areas that we just, hey, you know, here's something at Amazon. It's so well known. And yeah, the commissions aren't huge. And yet you're putting in this time, people are listening. And now you're able to at least start bringing in some income that starts to pay for your hosting. That starts to pay for maybe if you have a producer who's taking care of your podcast, at least it's starting to cover those costs. Sure. What were you guys doing on the content creation side? Was it just a weekly show or twice weekly? What were you putting out? We've always done one show a week. Okay. That's what we've always done. And then as article writing started to pick up, we do one article a week as well. Were you doing anything specific to market the podcast? No. I mean, typically we get it out there on our Facebook, Twitter, you know, those types of feeds. We'll throw it up on Pinterest in those areas, but we're not doing anything real heavy. One thing we do now is we do use Meet Edgar for our scheduling. And so that really does help allow us to get more of our content out in front of people without us having to do it on our own. And we've seen an increase because of that in listenership and viewership onto the site. Okay. So that's a tool that will automate some of your social media marketing. Yeah. 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 So we post, oh man, I think we post like 48 times to 50 times a day on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Yeah. We have over 1100 items in there now. So automation of posts that you have is so vital to being able to make money because in that area, we post products that go right to Amazon associates. So there, again, there's that book that we talked about. I'll make a little blurb for Twitter and I'll link to it and it's just automated and it just keeps on going out. And so if people come across it, then they can check it out. Okay. Interesting. I haven't really thought about doing that. Okay. 
Yeah, well, think about like even your book, all the different places that you mention where you could get an affiliate fee for referring somebody. If you're just sending them there or even onto your Facebook page or your groups and, and that's just getting popped up and people click, it's just automated and you're not ever thinking about it. Yeah, and that's kind of a, a smart way to go about it. And as the Twitter audience grows or all of your social audiences grow, the new people haven't seen and they haven't combed through your archives to find every single thing you've created. So it's new to them. Right. Yeah. And well, there are times when I'm going through my Twitter feed, I'm like, oh man, that was a good article. <laughs> you know, but now it's popping up because I wouldn't see it. I mean, I think we have close to maybe 800 different posts on our site now, podcasts and articles. And again, we tend to go one in one. So we're not pumping out, you know, five articles a day, but even so 800 posts, it, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of archive content. There's some gold buried in those. Mm -hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Have you gotten any pushback from listeners or followers to say like, dude, quit posting so often? No. The only kickback I ever got was on somebody on Twitter who said, why do you and Elisa post the same thing? And I'm like, uh, time. My wife and I want to also have a, uh, an awesome marriage and relationship. So you might see the same thing that comes from both of us because one extraordinary marriage is both of our brand. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, what do you think drove the audience growth or listenership in kind of the early days before you started doing the blog writing? Consistency, consistency, consistency. Elise and I would do it every week, no matter what. There were times when our kids were young. Our kids were five and two when we first started. Sometimes we wouldn't get behind the microphones until 10, 11 o'clock at night. Okay to get a show out for the next day. Our shows come out at 12.01 on Tuesday, every day. So we would, we would even be up, it'd be 11.30 finishing. I'd write up some quick show notes. Back in the day, it was a time of a paragraph or two was plenty enough for a podcast because a lot of people weren't coming to your site. They're usually finding it on iTunes or something of that nature. And so I would just write something up real quick and get it out there. So it was consistency. The other thing was we're in an area and a niche about marriage, that's very personal. And so one thing we learned for us was that the One Extraordinary Marriage Show is about Tony and Elisa and marriage. So we don't ever do interviews. We did one interview and we have never done one since. So in 346 shows, we've done one interview. So for a lot of people I know today in, in the podcast world, it's all about interviews. And, and I would challenge some of you guys out there who have a, a specific niche where you are the expert that you come to your show, just you, every week. Bring new stuff, bring case studies, bring folks that you're working with, bring their story, don't bring them on, per se. Because what ended up happening that we really learned was that folks were interested in what Elisa and I were going through and what we had to say. And that's how we built it. And over time, we just, we have a structure. We call everybody in the one audience, the one family, because they're truly a family to us. And we want to impact their lives and we want them to have the extraordinary marriage they desire. We bring hugs. So we share what their wins are to each show. So we do some things that just allows for folks to really connect with us and then even connect with themselves. They'll email us when we do their hug. I can't believe you did my hug. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So cool. And, but it's about them. And at the same time, it's about really impacting them. And the way that we could do that was just us sharing what's happening. So you're asking listeners to share, to send in their stories and then reading those back on the show? Yeah. So either email or voice, voicemail. We play it right at the top of the show now, right before our hug sponsor. 
oh, okay, so, okay, well, we'll get into sponsorship stuff in a minute. Okay, so using like SpeakPipe to collect the voicemails? No, they call in on a Google Voice number. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I guess I should check out that speed pipe. I, I see that on things. Yeah, it's like a little thing that shows up in the sidebar. A little. Weird. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. I was wondering what that okay, is. Hey, give us a call on Google Voice. <laughs> a voicemail with your story. Hey, we might just play it back on air. I think that's really cool. Okay, so kind of a way to get the audience involved and kind of increase that engagement. How many people are listening today each week? Let's just go monthly because I know that. Monthly, we do probably 150 plus thousand downloads. Okay, this is a serious show. So each show within a week, we get probably 10,000 downloads and about six weeks out, we're up to 15 to 17,000 downloads per show. Okay. Wow. You guys are doing great. But that's consistency over seven years. <laughs> I know. For those of you who are like, oh my gosh, I didn't even have statistics on my podcast for the first three and a half years. I didn't. I, honestly, I didn't care about the numbers. All I cared about was touching people's lives. But you had no idea if anyone was listening. I had no idea. I knew we had people listening because we were getting emails from Alaska and Canada and other parts of the world, but I really didn't pay attention to those numbers. More recently now, because our mission is to reach a million marriages and more, and so knowing who we are reaching and the countries we touch is important to us because it's part of our mission. Okay, fair enough. Now you get some data on that, although the podcast analytics is kind of a tough spot to get, it is. To get good information on Tell me about kind of the shift from just this pretty committed practice of pumping out content to, hey, we got to turn this into a business. This has got to justify itself in some way. Right. Yeah, it does. It has to. And so there's a number of ways you can do it, right? There's services. So you can add coaching. You can add group coaching, which is time for dollars. And yet it's a great way to connect with your audience and also allow you to bring new content to your audience because you're learning something new from them, right? So it's, it's a great one-to-one -one interaction. So that's one way. Another way is you can create your own products, right? Books, programs. And then the third way for us has been affiliate sponsorships and things of that nature. Okay. So Elisa's doing the coaching or are you doing some of the one-on-one -on -one stuff for the group coaching too? For us, Elisa does our coaching. She's our head coach and I just support her in that role. But she does all of that for us. And it just worked out. We tested it. We learned along the way that in marriage and relationships, when there's too many voices in there, it gets really convoluted. And we just decided that, you know what? She is so amazing at what she does. She's just so great. She's a certified coach. And she just goes after it. And that works for her. Then we began to create products. But before we even began to create products, that's where the affiliate stuff started coming in and really allowed us to get those first dollars. So some of the ways we've done that is we've put posts out, we've had posts, and then I start watching them. I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's really resonating? What's getting hits on it? So we have some top posts and I begin to look at those and go, wow, I'm getting 200 views a day on this one particular post early on. And I'm like, okay. And so I started looking at it and I go, okay, well, what can I do that will add value to somebody who wants to go deeper? So again, going into Amazon. One of our top posts is romance your spouse with these sexy text messages. Okay. That's a blog post on your site. That's a blog post on my site. Okay. And there was nothing really attached to it, but on Amazon, you can get these cool 99 cent Kindle books or other products that go deeper into that. And so I began to put some links into that. There's another program out there through ClickBank. It's called Text Your Spouse Back. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that's on ClickBank. And so what I ended up doing, I saw that there and I looked through my post and I said, hey, you know what? If I hyperlink this here and hyperlink this there and there, will it drive in some sales? And lo and behold, people will come through that post and they'll click and they'll purchase. I'm just giving them that opportunity to move forward in their journey. Sure. I don't have the product. I don't want to make the product. So that's where I send them. Another great one we have is how to jumpstart your sex drive with libido boosting vitamins and minerals. Okay. Natural affiliate opportunity for that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I created this whole thing around, again, Amazon affiliate. So I got vitamin A and I have links to vitamin A on Amazon, vitamin B3, vitamin C, folic acid, whatever it may be. And then that, again, drives people back to Amazon. Okay. So this process is kind of like going through your analytics, looking for your most popular posts. What are people kind of gravitating towards? And then seeking out some complimentary products. Like what would be, you know, what would add to this? Like if somebody wanted to go to that next level of texting your spouse, think, oh, there's a product about that or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Like I have another one, how to save my marriage when my spouse wants a divorce. Big pain point. Again, that's a big, big, big topic. We don't have a product for it. I found a, a great product on ClickBank called Save My Marriage Today. And people love that. People pick that up almost on a daily basis. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. And again, these are just quick ways that if folks out there have content, but they're like, well, what do I do with it? Find for those natural ways where you can begin to add links in to those posts. Like you said, like start looking at your analytics. It doesn't have to be crazy. Look at a week's worth. You're going to see the top three to five and figure out opportunities where you can start dropping in links from Amazon. You know, bigger platforms help, obviously, because there's just the validity there. Sure. And I've tested that as well, where you try to do stuff on like these smaller ones and you just don't get the sales because people just don't trust it. Once they're on Amazon, it's 24 hours and whatever they buy. I've had people buy $1,500 set of wheels because they came through a link. I get a kick out of going through the <laughs> associates report and seeing the random stuff that people, I definitely didn't link to that, but thank you. <laughs> right, right. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another great way for this is for those of you who are creating content, whatever your niche may be, create the top 10 list for your niche, the top 10 leadership products, the top 10 leadership books, the top 10 podcasting items for such and such. And then you take all of those. And again, you link back to Amazon. For us, we have a number of lists now for Christmas, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Again, we go after our niche. 
like top 10 gifts for your spouse for Christmas or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like right now I'm working on two new ones and they're both like the top 12 gifts for your husband, top 12 gifts for your wife. And I have, I think, five or six other lists from past years that we've done. And those are wonderful because if you have an email list, especially during the Christmas holiday time, you're butting up one of the biggest times of the year for sales. But if you're in the leadership niche or like us in the marriage niche, it's a little tough. I don't want to take people off of where they're at. So what I end up doing for our email list is that I compliment it. I go, hey, here's our top 10 or our top 25 gifts for married couples. And so I just send them into Amazon because I know that's where their mind is at. So why not just go with the flow instead of trying to go against the grain? Right. So it sounds like the affiliate side started to take off when you started to focus on some written content for the blogs. Hard to monetize a podcast through affiliate links. It's doable, but maybe a little bit harder than the written post for sure. So around what time did you guys get serious about the blog side of it? Blog side of it probably got serious four years ago, okay. three years in. Are you worried about you know seven, seven years deep into this, like continuing to come up with content? No, never. And that's sort of the cool part of the services side. If you're able to do even one call a week, you get so much information from the folks that you're coaching because they're going to bring different things to the table that you never think about. And so a lot of our shows will come out of Elisa's coaching clients because she'll start hearing patterns and trends. And so once she hears it two, three times, all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's time to do a show. Okay, I gotcha. Turning, turning questions into content for sure. Yeah. And then look at specific products that you like, that you've used. Can you do a written post on it? I did one just recently called Sex Stack Will Expand Your Sexual Horizons. And it's this game. It's called Sex Stack. It's like Jenga. And okay. yeah. <laughs> and I did this whole post on it. And it's fun. And I was honest with folks about it because Elisa and I have used it and tried it. And honestly, Nick, I mean, it's once a day we're probably selling a sex stack on Amazon. That's great. Yeah. And so think if you had five of those. So instead of writing just content for the sake of writing content, look at your content as a way to help people give them the information so that they can go, wow, that's pretty cool. What's the next step for me? Instead of trying to give them everything in that, well, here's the how-to and da, da, da. I try to help folks go, hey, here's something cool that we've tried. Now, if you want to experience it in your own marriage, go pick it up. Sure, sure. You mentioned the email list. Were you doing anything specific to grow that subscriber base or convert podcast listeners into email subscribers? Yeah. We went about two years ago now, three years ago. I really got serious about lead magnets and getting them on our site and different ones to attract different folks. Yeah. Give me an example of something that you've used on the podcast side. So we did a show recently about asking and answering questions, specifically about sex. And so, and, it, and if I bring up sex a lot, that's what sort of differentiates us too, is that Elisa and I are not afraid to talk about it. And that was something we always wanted to be real with our folks, real, honest, transparent. Let's talk about these issues that all of us deal with, yet nobody really wants to talk about, because that's where I felt was lacking when Elise and I first were looking for help in this area of our marriage. And so we just did this whole thing about asking and answering questions. So we have this great lead magnet called 19 Quick Questions that will rekindle your sex life ASAP. And so as we're talking about it, I will say within the show, hey, if you want these 19 questions, 
go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 19 questions. Okay. Pick them up, read them, do them with your spouse. And we sort of give the guidelines within the podcast and how to work for Elisa and I, and then give our audience, our listeners, the ability to get this and do it for their own life. Sure, sure. And that brings folks on. And you made mention of it's harder to get folks to make purchases from your podcast. I would say the great thing there is that we have show notes. And so just like you do in your show notes, same with mine, I put other resources and I just list those in the other resources. So any products that I mention or any past shows that we mention or anything like that, we always say, hey, just come back to the show notes and you can get a link to those. Okay. Are you using a site-wide lead magnet or just kind of going on these different specific ones related to the topic or how does that work? Site-wide, I have a pop-up that leads to our six questions and that's more for the emotional intimacy. So that's almost site-wide. I have specific pop-ups on some different posts. What tool are you using to get that done? Thrive Leads. Okay. Yeah. So Thrive Leads I use for all my lead magnet stuff. And so we have that set up on the site. We have like a hello bar through Thrive Leads. I have a right hand pop-up that will come in. And then I have these other ones though that are just static pages, landing pages where people can sign up. And this goes back to Meet Edgar, right? Because beforehand I had all these lead magnets out there and yet I wasn't utilizing them at all. I'd forget, where's it at? And so when we got Meet Edgar, I went through all of our lead magnets, our landing pages, our product pages for our own products now. And I just put them all in there. We just put that in, lead magnet. And so we put all our lead magnets in. And so if it shows up on Twitter two, three times a day, maybe on Facebook every other day, at least it's getting out there and I'm not having to remember those things. Okay. Are you trying to use different hashtags to try and reach like more than just your own followers? It just seems weird to keep pumping out the same links like over and over again. I don't use different hashtags all the time. I'm not really good with the hashtags and, and searching it. I'll definitely use different titles. So like for this 19 quick questions, I'll do a 19 quick questions and I'll have another one that says, which is one of my points on this landing page is discover new ways your partner wants to make love and the ones you may be trying that are turning them off. Tweaking the text of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweak the copy. So I'll have maybe for this one page here, I'll have three different copies for this one page. Okay. And so that way it isn't the same like, oh, 19 quick questions. Well, you're going to see that one and yet you'll see some different copy that I'll lead to here. Okay. What happens once somebody has joined your list? Say I opt in for the 19 quick questions. What happens to me after that? If it's just a straight opt-in, I'll enter you into our indoctrination sequence, which is three emails long. And it's just to get to know us. Hey, welcome to One Extraordinary Marriage. Here's who we are. Here's what you can expect from us. Here's how to white label our email address so you make sure you get our emails. And then from there, my second emails, I give them some older podcasts, older posts so that they can start consuming and learning who we are. I give them links to our social media. And then the third email finishes that off with a couple of more free areas that they can check out on the site, posts and podcasts as well. Okay. And email number two is kind of like some of the best of the best of the archives, or is that related to what they opted in for? No, it's best of the best. Usually it's more of the like, hey, this is what we're known for. So I really want them to just sort of go, all right, this is who Tony and Elisa okay, are. This, I'm, in, I'm in the right place. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the right place. This is what I'm looking at. And then the third one just 
adds to that with some other topics. Okay. It's more general because again, in other niches, and I could probably niche this down as well. In marriage, there's six forms of intimacy. People are coming in maybe for one specific. And yet we know from having done this for so long that the emotional intimacy is usually the one that is impacting their marriage the most. So I make sure to put in pieces on communication where maybe they're coming in for these 19 quick questions for sex. And yet really they need to know how to talk to their spouse. So I'll, I'll send them an email. I think it's the third one, like eight skills to communicate with your spouse today. Okay. So that way I'm helping them to get some skills so that they can even bring up the 19 quick questions to their spouse because they may land on this and be like, this is so great. And yet if I bring this up to my spouse, I'm going to just get rejected again. <laughs> Giving people the tools that they need to equip them with like how to use the lead mag, like how to use the, the giveaway that you have. Exactly. So how do you speak like are these every day for the first three days after you sign up? Like I'm always just curious about like the nitty gritty of indoctrination sequence. I think that's great. Yeah. So first one comes out within 15 minutes. So they sign up, boom, within 15 minutes, I get that one. The next day they get the second one. The following day they get the third one. Okay. Now that's just, hey, you landed on a on one of my pages and there's no upsell. If they get in, into an upsell sequence, then they're going to get into my engagement sequence. So they're going to get some overlap. Like they'll get maybe two emails in one day because they're getting the indoctrination sequence and they're getting an engagement email as well. What would be an example of an engagement sequence? So how would somebody find themselves in, in that sequence? And what, what tool are you using for the email automation? I use on my backend, I use Entreport. So that's where I'm setting up all my funnels and all my emails. Okay. So for those of you who want to check this out, go to our six questions.com and that will give you six questions that you can begin to ask your spouse. Now these aren't about sex. This is like a daily question that you can begin asking your spouse. The number six are spelled out. Spelled out. Okay. So this is more of the, we don't want to talk about work, kids and laundry all the time. You got a newborn. So there's probably a lot of kid talk happening, which wasn't the case prior to having your kid. Right. Right. And as you go on, I got a 13 and a 10 year old. There are times when Elise and I are just like, time out. Enough about the kids' schedules, enough about kids' school, enough about kids, period. It, it, we got to be just you and me. How was your day? What was your day like? What ended up happening today that excited you, that frustrated you? So we're trying to dig deeper instead of always being surface level. So yeah. anyway, you opt in. The next page you're going to get is an upsell page to our book, Connect Like You Did When You First Met 101 Proven Questions for Couples. So it's a natural upsell because we gave you six and yet there's so many more questions that you could be asking. And okay. in our book, 101 Questions is, you know, sex, fantasies, foreplay, financial issues, spiritual issues. Now we're talking even deeper stuff. And we have some funny questions in there too. I mean, we, we change it up. So that's your natural sequence. If you choose to purchase that, or if you don't choose to purchase that, that's when you would get on to our engagement sequence. So you just opted in, you're on the indoctrination sequence. Okay. The next place is you saw 101 proven questions you didn't purchase. And so our system goes, hey, you're interested, yet you didn't purchase. So we have an engagement sequence that just continues to let you know about connect like you did when you first met. Okay. Is that a different product? No, that's my tripwire product is connect like you did when you first met. Okay. What do you mean by tripwire? <laughs> yeah, man, we're getting to nitty gritty here, man. I well, love, I love, this is all like, I dig it. And so I, I don't want to get people lost. So basically, and I just want to share where I learned all this because I didn't come up with this at all on my own. <laughs> I'm not that smart. 
I enjoy this learning process. So I learned all this through Digital Marketer. They have a program called The Follow-Up Machine. The book to look at to even understand that is Invisible Selling Machine by Ryan Dice. And you can get that on Amazon. Affiliate link. Affiliate link. Affiliate link. Yeah. (laughs) I have it sitting on my shelf. I haven't read it yet. I've been meaning to check it out. Yeah, check it out. You'll love it. And so that's where I learned about this. So now not every product has to do this. Not every program has to do this. This is just one way you can do it. So you have a lead magnet, which is something simple that somebody can digest in five minutes or less. A lot of people are putting lead magnets out there. Oh, read my book. Guess what? I'm not reading your book. (laughs) Digest in five minutes. That's a good rule. Okay. Right? I'm just, I'm not. If I see that as a lead magnet, I'm not opting in. I'm not opting into your newsletter because I don't care about your newsletter. I care about you helping me with a specific area of my life, right? That's a good lead magnet. A good lead magnet is going to be specific and consumable within five minutes or less. It could be 10. It's okay if it's a little more. The next piece is your tripwire, which is something of value that you have, but takes your customer to the next level. So for us, our six questions... Five minutes or less, they can consume it in. The next level is, hey, I want more questions. I want to dive in deeper to this area that we're not talking about because we talk about the kids, we talk about laundry, and we talk about work. And we're sort of done with that. Okay, so you call 101 questions is the tripwire offer. Correct. Okay, what's the price point on that? $7. Oh, okay, very inexpensive. Okay. It's inexpensive. If you buy it on my site, like on my store, it's 12 bucks. So we say, hey, you know what? You can buy it right now for $7 or you can come back later and buy it for 12. Totally cool if that's what you would like to do. And then the next offer, if they purchase that, is our core offer, which is he zig, she zags, get your communication on the same path. And so we know that if they're talking and they wanna talk or ask and answer questions, there's most likely some communication issues happening in their marriage. And so we have this whole program that we developed called he zig, she zags, that helps them through it. When you say program, what do you, is it like a video course? Yeah, it's a video course that we host on our side. And we did that as a workshop. The way we created it was we sold the workshop up front. We held the workshop and then I broke it all apart into easier chunks to listen to. Okay. And that's a genius way to repurpose something. Okay. Right. And then this way, you're not creating something if nobody wants it. Okay. And what's the price point on that one? So that's 47 Okay. Then if you purchase that, we have our last upsell, which is into Elisa's coaching. Oh, okay. And that one, we offer the first initial call for $97, which is a 25% discount. Okay. Okay. I get excited about all this like automation stuff because I I want to learn because it sounds like really cool. And so it's like each step of the way, if somebody, and you have like different forks in the road, okay, if they don't click on this, something else happens. And if you you can do all of this stuff in Entreport, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do everything in Entreport. All my emails are set up in Entreport. My upsells, even my shopping cart, my checkout is all through Entreport. So it all flows nicely. Okay. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. 
your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Tell me about the breakdown of, of revenue today between these three channels, between the affiliate marketing stuff, between the coaching, and then your own products. So it's almost a third for each one of those buckets. Okay, it's very, very well diversified. Yeah. And so in affiliates too, I have done some ad network stuff. Advertising on the site. Yeah. And I've tested that out and it does okay. It doesn't do so great. So I turned it off for now just to, to see, and then I may turn it back on to test it out again. But that's another great place where I noticed for myself, like I have a lot of people who are bouncing. And so I was like, let me just see if I can, again, I'm looking at it. Can I get them to where they want to go? And through obviously Google AdSense, there's so much on the display ad network that they have that people could fill that need that they're looking for. Now, some would say that's not good because when they click, they're leaving your site. So is it worth it if they're leaving your site? That's something you have to determine. And you can look at your ad network revenues. Is it enough? Is it making sense to have that up there? And if not, then take it down. But you at least test it to see if it's worthwhile. Yeah. And if it impacts your other metrics, if it impacts your email signups, if somebody's going to bounce anyways, I'd rather get 12 cents from them than zero. Right. Yeah. And that's that hard piece. It's like, is it worth it? Is it not? Every person has to be a little different with that, but it's something else to test. If you have nothing else up on your site right now and you don't have anything, why not? Even if you start making a couple of bucks a day, hey, that's more than what you were making anyways for this awesome content that people are coming to and checking out. Right. Now you mentioned podcast sponsorships as well. So that would be a, a fourth income stream for this business. Right. And so we only allow one sponsor per show. So that comes in like monthly or quarterly chunks, depending on what we land. When we don't have a sponsor, like a, an actual paid sponsor, we then go back to our own products or other affiliate associations. Okay. Are you proactively approaching sponsors or do they reach out to you? You guys have been doing this for six and a half years. Like you have a decent following. Like we'd love to get in front of your audience. Yeah, both ways. And it's been a crazy ride with sponsorships because we're a lifestyle brand. It can be tougher because we are a lifestyle brand that talks about sex where most of the podcasting advertising dollar right now are more towards like your shows that are in the business niche. Yeah. Not to say that they're not out there, but it, it has to be a really good match for us and for them to make sense. Have you seen pushback like, oh, we don't want to be associated with this podcast because they talk about sex? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it's just something you just go, okay, well, that's your choice and that's cool. We just landed a sponsor that started in the beginning of September and that came through networking. A guy in my mastermind group, he knew a company. He felt that that was a good match. We went back and forth, shared numbers, talked to him. He talked to the guy at the company. They felt like it was a good match. And so they signed up for a, a two-month sponsorship on the show. Okay, cool. And so that's the way we do stuff like that, though. It's not like, oh, we're not getting anything. What I realized, though, is even if we didn't have a paid sponsorship, there was always that slot that we could lead people to 
Amazon associate. We could lead them to our own products, our own lead magnets, or other affiliate associations we have through ClickBank or other guys and gals that we know in our niche that have affiliate offers. Yeah. Did you start sponsoring your own show in that way early on or was that kind of an evolution? Not early on. We didn't realize it from the get-go. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wish I had because I was like, how I started, hey, this show is sponsored by, you know, and then it would just be an affiliate offer right. or one of my own products. Yeah, I, I wish I'd started that earlier. Right. For those of you who go back and start to listen to our earlier shows, just extend us grace. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> I cringe thinking about them. And yet we have so many folks who will find us and they'll go back and they'll binge listen. They'll listen for four, six, eight hours a day because they want to catch up. Yeah. So there was definitely this evolution in this process. And I would challenge any of you who have podcasts, even if you don't have a podcast sponsor who's paying you, figure out something, someone that you can put in that slot that is an affiliate link back. You know what I mean? Because it's out there. It's out there for perpetuity. It's just out there. So, hey, if somebody clicks on it and they go to Amazon, cool. It's a book. It's something that they can connect with that would take them deeper than your 30-minute show would. Right. And you've built up that trust and authority. Somebody has spent that time with you in their earbuds. And hopefully, hopefully they've gotten to know, like, and trust you through that listening. Right. I mean, there's no better way. There really isn't. The written word is great. And yet it's our podcast that I really allowed us to connect with our audience so fully, so intimately that that's why we call them the one family because they're part of our family. They know us. We don't know all of them, but they know us and we're here to protect them and help them have that extraordinary marriage they desire. How much time are you spending on this stuff each week? Like, are you still running your service business or are you focusing on this one extraordinary marriage full time? So I still have my service business. Prayer is that we'll be selling that here in the next six months. On my side, I probably spend 15 to 20 hours a week. And then Elisa is in it full time, but she's still a mom. So her time is in the morning and then afternoon comes and she shuts down and then she'll do some coaching calls in the evenings. My son plays football, so we're driving him to football. My daughter's into theater. We're driving her around for theater. So we'll get up early in the morning when needed. Elisa does a better job at that right now. She has <laughs> our fifth book going, so she's up earlier. I'll tend to stay up a little later or try to get in my work that needs to be done in between other things that I have going on. Okay. What's next for you guys? Ooh, what's next? Well, we really want to grow our coaching and our inbound marketing. Really want to be growing that. Our goal is to get Elisa booked up every month and then bring on two new coaches under the One Extraordinary Marriage brand. Oh, okay. In specific areas because there are specific areas that folks are dealing with that we believe we can get experts in there and then market them and help them to build their clientele underneath the One Extraordinary Marriage brand. We're focusing on a free book offer right now that we hope to automate through Facebook ads and Pinterest pins, promoted pins. We want to do a live event. You want to plug it here? The free book offer? Yeah. I bet there are married people listening. <laughs> yeah. Just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash connect dash paperback. And that will get you the free book offer. So just changing some things up there. We got a live event called Intimacy Unlocked that we're looking to do next year in a number of locations. So 
we got a lot going on, man. And it's not just online stuff. That's the thing. I just realized our reach and who we need to touch. We can use online marketing. We can use our online presence. And yet I also, and we also want to be face-to-face, be it through coaching or at events to touch people's lives and, and really see them grow. Yeah, it's really exciting to see what doors have been now opened up to you based on this consistency. Like you said, putting out the show week in and week out and getting a little bit smart about it too, going and creating these different products and monetizing in a smart way and helping people out. So guys, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash connect dash paperback. And then you'll be sucked into the automation marketing. <laughs> you know, if, if for no other reason, you can check out what he's got going on there. If you don't, if you're not interested in the paperback at all, oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And Tony, thanks so much for, for joining me. This has been really cool to chat. And let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. Get something up there that allows you to begin making money. Don't wait for the perfect time. Just keep going at it. Don't wait like Elisa and I did for years and bang your head against the wall. Put something out there. Put a list out there this week of the top 10, whatever it may be, and link back to your Amazon associates and get started now because that piece will be there forever and people will constantly be going to it and you'll be making a little bit of money every single time. Put something out there. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Just get it out there. There's a lot of stuff I look at and I've gone back to and I've re-edited it to make it look better. Yeah, but it's just shipping it first and, and I will share your sentiment of, if you go back and binge on the archives, thank you, but the newer <laughs> stuff I think is a little bit better. <laughs> hey, we all grow, we all learn and that's part of it. Just keep growing, keep learning, put yourself out there, be a part of the side hustle group on Facebook. I mean, I want to thank you for that, Nick, because get in there, ask your questions because there are awesome guys like Nick and others who can help you get moving in that direction of putting out something. <laughs> thank you for that plug. And we'll, we'll link that up in the show notes as well. That's sidehustlenation.com slash FB and appreciate your involvement in, in that group as well. Oh, you're welcome, dude. All right. That's it for us. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Nick. This edition of the Side Hustle Show is brought to you by FreshBooks. Many side hustlers and freelancers turn to FreshBooks, as I did, for invoicing capability, but there's a lot more under the hood of this cloud accounting service. For example, when you log in, you'll notice the FreshBooks dashboard has been curated to answer the one burning question for any small business owner. How's my business doing? What's been paid? What's overdue? Am I actually making any money? If you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks award-winning customer service is amazingly helpful, super friendly, and has zero attitude. Plus, a real-life person usually answers in three rings or less. It was only one ring when I tested that claim myself. On top of that, FreshBooks automates late payment email reminders so you can spend less time chasing payments and more time working your hustle. With mobile expense tracking, you can take pictures of receipts on your phone using FreshBooks iOS mobile app and make claiming your expenses about a million times easier. And with their built-in time tracking tool, you'll always have a clear picture of how much time you're spending on a project so you can calculate your true hourly rate and, if necessary, adjust your quote for next time. Now, here's the deal. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial for Side Hustle Show listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash side hustle or enter the Side Hustle Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle for your free 30-day trial. All right, my top takeaways from this call with Tony. Number one, have a money plan. You can call it a business plan. I'll call it a money plan. Basically, you have to be able to answer this question. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday, how is this project going to turn a profit? How is this one going to make money? Now, I'm all about audience first, monetization second, but having that monetization angle in mind, I think is going to help drive decisions and hopefully speed up the process. 
Takeaway number two is to play the long game. Like any married person will tell you, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Now, Tony and Elisa are obviously in it for the long haul, and I think the audience can sense that. Now, a friend of mine was in the pregnancy niche, which, um, as a result of that, had a much shorter timeline to work with. And so this obviously depends on your niche, how how long you're able to play. But maybe the question to ask is kind of the five-year test. Like, can you see yourself still working on this in five years? Can you see your audience sticking around for five years? Or are you going to get bored with it? Are they going to get bored with it? Takeaway number three, work those funnels, those automations, and those segmentations. I really love this section based on uh, based on what you know about your customer. How else can you help them? Like knowing that they opted in for something related to freelancing or marital communication or flag football, you know, what else do I have in my arsenal that I can offer them? Either my own product or an affiliate product. So smarter segmentation is something that I'm working on in the coming months. And I really liked Tony's stair-step approach, you know, a free bite-sized thing. Hey, this has got to be something they can consume in five minutes or less. That leads to a larger complimentary offer or related product, which leads to a more in-depth product to address like the real root causes of that concern. And then, you know, that even led in his case to one-on-one coaching at the top of their, um, at the top of the funnel. So if you want to download a free PDF with all of Tony's top tips from this conversation, just visit sidehustlenation.com slash Tony. While you're there, you'll also be able to find all the links and resources mentioned. And that's it for me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 200. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show, where we're going to take a deep dive into some innovative, working smarter, not harder ways to land some clients for your biz. I'll see you then. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com. Hey, are you still there? Just wanted to say a heartfelt thank you for sticking with me through 200 episodes. The Side Hustle Show started in 2013 as really a a little side project experiment of mine, but since then has become my main focus and absolutely the highlight of my week. If you've taken away any inspiration or ideas from the show, I'd love if you could take a couple minutes to drop in a review on iTunes, sidehustlenation.com slash iTunes. We'll get you there, and um, you can also get it done on the podcast app on your phone. So thank you so much. Here's to the next 200. I love you. Cheers. I'll see you soon.